You have reached the Geek Elite. Good luck. Hey, Mitch! On tonight's episode of Hey Mitch, I have Aaron Brigman on the show, creator of the hugely popular TV series Burn Notice. You can now find it on Amazon Prime. Uh, Aaron, thank you for coming on the show. Yeah, no, absolutely, man. I'm pumped up, man. Uh, how has it been? How's it been having a popular TV series on Amazon Prime? Like that's 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 one of the premier streaming sites right there. Absolutely, man. It's been uh, it's been wild. Um, the ups, the downs, the backs and forths, right? <laughs> um, the incessant uh, ladies, right? No, I'm joking. Um, <laughs> it makes no sense whatsoever. No, in, in all honesty, uh, it's been great. Uh, and just the the pure uh, shock of people even watching it, regardless of anything else, is has been something else, man. I'm pumped up about it. I enjoy it. So Burn Notice, spelled B-E-R-N, uh, is about uh, a, a, a grandfather, uh, but yeah. not so much grandfather age, uh, but a grandfather by the name of Burn Notice uh, and his grandson that helps solve crimes, but also yes. deal in time travel. So, like, what do we... Like, give, give me the, the more detailed breakdown of this show. I mean, honestly, you just nailed it. But yeah, okay, fair, fair enough. Um, we'll, we'll go with the first part and then move into uh, the second part, right? So, um, Burn, uh, Burn notice he was uh, a for he's a former military man, of course, right? Um, and he uh, excelled in his profession of being in the military, right? He was part of the 105543. And now he's discharged. And this, he's 40 years old, right? So around, you know, 2000, 1998, he, uh, you know, he's 20 years old. He gets out of the military. He goes to LA to become a. Uh, an actor, of course, right? Of like course. everyone wants, everyone <laughs> wants the fame. You want the glory. It's a great, it's a great story. It's a great time. Uh, and things kind of happen. They don't happen. Whatever he is, who he is now, he's 40 years old. The notice family in general reproduces very young, <laughs> 10 years old on average. Right? So when burn was 10, he had a son named Jasper. When Jasper was 10, he had a son named Tug. Tug is Burns' grand uh, son. And they are—they uh, have a good relationship and they solve crimes. They uh, try to solve crimes. And uh, they, um, they uh, 
they consult for the local police department. Uh, so it's kind of like a, uh, you know, like a psych monk situation mixed <laughs> in with a, with the actual show bird notice. Obviously that's kind of where the whole thing in a way came from. So got the whole consulting detective, uh, thing down and, and helping out when, whenever they can. I like it. Uh, six episodes on, on Amazon prime, uh, it, as it is. Uh, over a million minutes watched is that is that how it, how the title goes absolutely right um we're approaching we're, we're we're beyond that now but yes i mean just the fact of uh it's been um when when i started making this like i kind of uh you know i thought of the name i, I was i like burn notice you know um Michael Weston, right? Sam Axe, Fiona, mm-hmm. the brother, the his mother who smokes cigarettes. This is a great show, right? So, like, <laughs> what if someone, like, uh, you know, what if what if someone was named Burn Notice, right? Is that funny? I don't know. Might be. Obviously, is. <laughs> <laughs> so you know, the show kind of came from that. So the whole idea, though, I mean, like, initially, I came up with like a five minute kind of short. And it was just uh, me and uh, my co-writer, Brian, and uh, our buddy, Pete. And we just did a little short. And um, and it was it was funny, you know. And, and then we did another thing, and we submitted that to a film festival and so on and so forth. What I'm getting at is that the idea that this thing that we did even did a million minutes or whatever, you know what I mean? It's uh, it's nuts, man. Like I'm, I'm very excited. I'm very pumped up about it. I mean, you should be. Congratulations on that. Thank you very much. Uh, this is an animated a series, and so I, I mean, I wanted to ask, like, why animation instead of live action? Um, that, in all honesty, that's a great question, and I'll tell you why. Because, um, number one, it's hard to get a group of people together mm-hmm. in general, uh, let alone them to not be paid to do so. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. that's, oh, yeah. that's tough. Um, so that's one, right. And number two is, um, live action is, uh, I mean, they're both so tough animations, tedious and long and tough. Live action is tough in a, is is hard in a a completely different way you need the people to show up you need the people to be good you need the people to be likable right Mm -hmm. uh someone has to look at them and just looking at someone sometimes you're like ugh, like (laughs) you know what i mean (laughs) like i don't even care what he's got so i think sometimes animation is easier in the way that you know it's whatever the look is maybe that it's more easy to take or if does that make any sense no that did, I mean, that absolutely does make sense and and no i would i didn't want to imply that it was uh, a lesser thing to do animation or anything i i obviously it it's it's a lot of work and i just wanted to you know go when someone might have thought you know let's just film something and you decide let's go ahead and animate something and it, it's it obviously puts a lot more on you because uh, as i understand it you also animated it yourself Yes, yes, yes. Um, I, uh, it's, um, it's, 
it's easier in a way to do that the animation uh because not that it's like ultimately easier there's probably maybe 10 20 30 times more <laughs> stuff you have to do but you can do it at your leisure right mm-hmm. i have an hour here i have two hours here or whatever instead of trying to capture the whole thing in camera um so yeah i put a lot maybe more so on me and and then uh I don't know. I don't know if we want to segue into this too quickly, but uh, just the idea of uh, doing the second season is like, you know, not terrifying, but it's just like, oh my God. (laughs) 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 Not again. Oh my God. Uh, So, so it's, it's, it is a lot, but it's, um, it's spread out more it's ultimately if you if you make something you really want to do and you really like and you care about it and you want to make it good i think it's going to take an amount of time that it's going to take right but is it initially up front is it over the course of time and obviously with live action they're still editing and and everything else but um with my schedule i just got i got you know everyone has stuff going on but i got so much stuff going on i just can't you know yeah do a yeah. Yeah, no, no, that's uh, completely understandable now. Now, uh you also you're also uh the voice actor in there. So, did you animate the series first and then record the voices or did you record the voices first and then animate? So, I'm still trying to figure this stuff out, right? <laughs> no, no, no. So, like generally what you would do um uh and and we you you do the voices first right Mm -hmm. and then um if this was like depending on what kind of production you're doing um people would kind of come up with like a uh it's called an animatic right which is basically keyframe poses of what's going to happen so you're kind of editing the voice to the keyframes and then typically in that type of situation then they send it to like korea like that's not a joke like <laughs> right. no 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 a lot of animation is done in korea so they send it over there then it comes back and i mean that's a big budget kind of stuff right um but yeah we do we do all the voice like the script is written um then we do the voiceovers and then um i start animating to i i, I don't do like an animatic um i have a rough story board and that is in general a terrible idea because because <laughs> you end up because you end up redoing things like getting the timing right um it's a whole it's a whole thing so um i did the first season like um i wrote an episode uh we did the voiceovers for an episode i animated an episode okay there's an episode uh second episode right record the voiceovers animate so on and so forth this one i wrote all six episodes first and now i'm planning on doing all the voiceovers at like one time if that makes sense yeah and then uh i don't know why i would say if that makes of course it makes sense that's <laughs> exactly what you just said what are you talking so uh so i wrote the whole thing we're doing we're in the process of doing the voiceovers and then i plan on spending the next i don't know how many months animating the entire uh season um so a little bit different of a of an approach but uh but um man yeah just thinking about it (laughs) (laughs) 
Yeah, I don't know. When when you first came up with the idea for bon- burn notice before you even started putting pen to paper, like did you have a, did you have a very distinct like plan of what it was of where you, the points you wanted to hit your ending for the first season? Yeah. So um. So not right away. No. 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 Um. The first season was. Um. I don't know how to really. So, like I said, I did this first little. Uh, I don't even even know if you would call it a pilot. It was just an idea, right? Mm-hmm. So, um, uh, we had recorded this, and no one's seen this thing. Um, but it seemed like there were some good ideas, and there was some, you know, maybe there was maybe there was something there, right? Uh, so I came up with the initial first episode that there is now, even though that first episode was way different than what you can see. And uh, we were kind of, you know, like go kind of going over it and uh, whatever. And then, and then, then I was like, okay, let's do another episode. And the idea for the second, the, the idea for the show was I was going to kill everyone. Like I was going <laughs> to like, every, like every episode, like five people were going to die um, just because it seems cool. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know if that seems cool to anyone else, but to me, it just seems like it's <laughs> not that people are dying, but just like some, some shitty animated show where it's like shitty. I, I don't know. Can we swear? I'm sorry. Oh yes. Not. Yeah. Go right ahead. Okay. No problem. So just the, the idea of like, just uh, like terrible animation of people dying is very funny to me. Uh, so it's like, okay, I'm going to kill everyone. But then I had uh, my, uh, you know, this is all like friends and favors, right? So the people who did the first episode, it's like, man, they're like actually pretty good. So then it's like, ugh, like how many people do you really know? Yeah, that right. Can, you, <laughs> that, so, will, that will be there in a drop of a hat to help you out. Exactly. So it's like, so you're going to kill all the people that will, like, that doesn't make any sense. So, um, so then I was like, okay, well, maybe this is more like, um, like a, uh, a uh, serial type show. I've done some Googling. I think I'm right. I might be wrong. Bear with me if I, if I'm, if I am not, but uh, a serial show is like a, um, like a lost, a breaking bad type thing where each episode picks off of the one before Mm -hmm. an episodic is like a family guy or something like that. Or, or a procedural, like, you know, law and order, like where every episode is by itself. Exactly. Yes self-contained right mm-hmm. um so uh so that was kind of the initial idea and then after i did that first episode i did air quotes that but <laughs> you know the first episode i was like man this is this like maybe you know maybe so then the idea started shifting there um and that's really like there was uh i do you think i mean do you think it really matters i mean i don't know how many spoilers there are i'm ready to just say everything you know what i mean like <laughs> we want we want people to, to, that haven't watched it yet to go watch it so try not to spoil too much but i mean you, you want to get into the nitty-gritty about it let's talk about it yeah yeah so i mean there's one big thing like at the end but i don't think this is a huge uh spoiler like so me and brian um Brian, once again, uh, helped me write this thing. And uh, one day we were having a conversation about uh, Devin Sawa. 
and uh, how great he is. I love Devin Sawa. Mm-hmm. I really do, man. Um, are you a fan? I'm a fan. Uh, SLC Punk. Uh, yes. Idle yes, Hands. Yes, yes. You know. Yes. Uh, good, good stuff. I, yeah, I'm a big fan of Devin Sawa. I was thinking of uh, Little Giants the other day too, which right, the, yes, yeah, yeah. He's the quarterback, right? Is he the badass who comes in with the with the, is he with the, quarterback the mini bike? Or is it? Is it? Jerry, I don't know. Jeremy, Maybe we shouldn't have got into that. Maybe that was too much. It's okay. But dude, he's 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 great. He really is. So um, so it's just like how and it's it's like what is he doing? nothing i'm sure he's doing something it's like what is he doing right so it was like the initial idea was he was going to be like a hitman 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 <laughs> Donald, Donald hitman that's right um uh like a hitman and um and then it kind of like uh morphed into like no he should be like the antagonist of, <laughs> of this show dude that's so great um so to me and you know brian and, and and other people that's like i mean i don't know i don't think it gets better dude this show's amazing so um so so then it kind of started morphing from there we kept some uh characters throughout the show we did some character building we tried to create a story which i you know i feel good about and we're going to continue that into uh, the second season. And I'm so sorry about how terrible I am at explaining stuff. So I just, <laughs> I just want to say that. I think you're doing a great job. You, okay, fair no enough. Need, no need to apologize. When, so what was the timeline? The timeline from for creating the show? Uh, once you did put the pen to paper, how long from that point to its airing first episode on Amazon Prime? Okay, so... Um, it was roughly a year and a half, probably. Yeah. Um, so I, I, we released it in um, late last year, like the end of the the end of the year last year, uh, and then uh, so that was twenty twenty. The whole thing that I don't even like saying pandemic. <laughs> I don't even like saying those words just because of whatever. But I, it was the su- it was the summer before that is when we started. So okay. that was like uh, nine, 19. Yeah, it was like June of 2019, I believe. That had to have been it. And then until uh, basically of uh, almost uh, December of 2020. So that's like a year and a half. Yeah. Yeah. Nailed okay. it. right that's not bad no no that's that that you're right on the money uh any any huge hiccups or obstacle obstacles you weren't planning on uh to get it get it onto uh getting into people's homes getting people to see it (laughs) yeah um uh just no uh I wasn't sure what we were going to do with it. Um, like I, uh, so we had made this first episode, um, the, the first episode that was willing to be shown to people. We had uh, submitted that to several film festivals. It got into, you know, uh, a decent amount and it's like, okay, well this isn't bad. Right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, so that's cool. Um, the artwork was, on the IMDb page shows that it, it won quite a bit of awards. 
Yes, 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 yes. Uh, well, I well to be fair, I think those are just they call them laurels when you get accepted to a uh, film uh. festival. So um, I like the way you said it, though. Uh, so, <laughs> but no, those were like um, I, we might be missing a couple, but those were like uh, the film festivals that gotten into and um, which also was kind of a bummer, though, too. And uh, I'm not going to, you know, what I like things happen in the world. Right. The right. You know, pandemic. I'm not getting into that. But it, the the bummer for me beyond, you know, you know, tons of people dying and all this stuff that, you know, whatever. But uh, the <laughs> so fast. I'm joking. It's a joke. It's a joke. Uh, the bummer, the real bummer was like it got into all these film festivals. Of course, it was 2020. So like they were all turned into like online festivals. Right. And, stuff like that but um i'm sorry if anyone took that uh or whatever i mean it clearly was a joke right, right. No, you, i think you've set a precedent on what your humor is so it's i, I think it's definitely uh acceptable Fair uh, enough. I, yes it, it 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 would be a bummer that you know more people didn't get to see see your your project uh but you did eventually land on prime video so yes you, you're getting all the eyes Yes, 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 yes. Absolutely, man. Absolutely. Um, and that just to just to get uh, so yeah, the film festival is like okay. So what should we do from here? And then um, a distribution company. Like, what do you do? What do you do with stuff like that? And maybe people are listening that want to know. Do you think that's applicable I, I definitely or? do because that's exactly what I like to get into on this show. Absolutely cool. Um, so. Uh, things were going well and it's like, okay, so what do you do? Uh, what you put it on YouTube, you put and I'm, I said it like a jerk, but <laughs> you know, whatever. <laughs> and YouTube's great. And I'll get into that very soon, maybe, but, um, uh, you can do, you could try to go to, uh, uh, a, a distribution company. You could get on, you know, you could try to get on Netflix, obviously is like kind of out of the box for like a lot of things so if anyone's listening who wants to know about that that's like something if, if you're hearing me talk about this it's not for you um <laughs> <laughs> just because it's like so much to to even get into something like that but there's streaming services amazon prime um itunes i think xbox has one and then there's like other ones um that have like advertisements paid like crackle or two btv mm-hmm. um there's so many right um and you can uh so i so what i wanted to do and when you get into a distribution company you have to sign a contract right in the way of you don't just they're take they're licensing hopefully if, in the best circumstances uh they're licensing your product and but so depending on what the agreement might be, it might be like, OK, we're taking this for a year. You get X percent of it and maybe you can't go anywhere else with it. Right. Mm-hmm. Or so on and so forth. Uh, with Amazon Prime, it's basically uh, a submission process. Um, so they review your content. There's checks and balances. And, you know, um, they're really coming down on like a lot of the uh, criteria lately, like uh, they stopped supporting 
short films. They were allowing short films for a long time. No more of that. Um, no more uh, nonfiction uh, documentaries um, because I'm sure they're just overwhelmed with these these products, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, so fortunately, they're still accepting what uh, what we're doing. And um, so, what did but, you have to? Would you have to categorize your show as? Well, it's it's an animation fiction series. Okay. So I guess it fall, but like, um, so there's different things. Like, uh, I mean, there's a quality process. There's uh, and then if that gets accepted, it gets into um, like subtitles and like uh, C- captions and the other things you need to have to have that on there. But uh, we were fortunate enough to get approved and, uh, and I thank them for that, I guess. Right. I mean, right. that's pretty cool. Um, so that's why I wanted to do that because it just has more of a cachet than just putting it on YouTube. Not that there's anything wrong with that, I think we're going to be putting an episode on YouTube. I actually uh, just to kind of get people who don't have and there and also too with Amazon Prime as big as it is and it is huge, right? It's still limited in a way because if you have social media, you know, Instagram and obviously that's social media, but you get people from Australia, you get people from, you know, uh, the Netherlands, you get people from whatever uh, South America those territories don't apply to this Amazon prime direct deal. Oh, so you Amazon prime direct, you can only do the U S and the UK. So you have two territories, which is huge. It really like, by no means is that like, you know, small potatoes. It's not, no, it, it, it's, it's <laughs> you're I mean, probably that's the two hugest consuming. Exactly. Uh, areas exactly. In the globe. It's huge. It's huge. So you can't like whatever. Yeah, it's huge. But, you know, you do acquire fans from different continents and stuff who want to see the things you're doing. So we're going to we're going to start to, I think, especially with us working on the new season and it doing what it did on Amazon Prime. We're going to start putting um, some of the episodes on YouTube. Maybe we'll link it through our website or something. I'm not sure yet, but we're going to start doing that. So this isn't you're also this isn't your first project. You have uh According to your IMDb, and unfortunately I haven't seen them, uh, but Squirts, the Talking Pink Eye, and Clo- Cold Case, no, Closed Case Robin? Yeah, 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 yeah. So what are these uh, projects? Um, so, okay. Um, Squirts, the Talking Pink Eye was like uh, the first animation thing I think I, for the most part, ever did. Um, aside from me doing it, th- that was stop motion. Uh, Swords of Talking Pink Guy is a stop motion short animation uh, film because it's classy. There you right? go. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so I did that in uh, 2014, I believe. Uh, and um, I started doing these things, uh, just getting into this whole thing of making sketches and putting that and putting them on the internet uh i was recording music a while ago i mean i'm 36 now right um and i started uh i was doing music a lot like when i was 19 20 years old 
mm-hmm. through when I was like, I don't know, 26. And I would record these bands. And a lot of these bands would be like uh, these people in the bands, like at least one of them was kind of funny or something. Right. <laughs> uh, and then I was like, OK, so I developed, you know, like uh, me and one of the guys, his name was Lucas. And we started making uh, sketches and we made a sketch and we put it on Funny or Die and it did very well. And I was like, okay, this is pretty cool, right? You know, I mean, this was in 2000 and uh, let's say 11, mm-hmm. something like that. And I was like, okay, that's not bad. Like, you know, so we made a couple more. And then me and Lucas, we uh, came up uh, with this uh, Squirts of Talking Pink Eye. Much like Burnos, we made like a little short kind of for ourselves. Then we made like a 10-minute kind of thing. We submitted to the Wisconsin Film Festival. That's where I live, by the way. Wisconsin. 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 Uh, it's not bad up here. The weather's great all the time. Um, so uh, <laughs> we made this little thing. We submitted to uh, this film festival. Got in. It's like, oh, that's not bad. That's pretty cool. Um, so it was kind of like, what else can you do? What else? You know, so the building up and then we did some uh, like a live action thing. Um, I had another buddy of mine help me with uh, another short and once again got into a couple film festivals built up, built up, built up and then Burn Notice kind of came like um, am I going so far off? I'm sorry. No, no, you're great. You're, you're doing great. That's, I, this, I, this is all the stuff that I love to hear about so I'm, I'm glad that you're you're going over it. <laughs> Sweet. So um, so the things we're building up i think i like i mean like i'm on the the path of what you asked yeah like i'm not straying too (laughs) too far um so um burnos kind of came up because it was like okay so these things happened in the past they were decent right maybe i could do a feature film that's what i thought in my head that's how insane i am in my in you know what i mean like what kind of no, definitely doesn't sound insane to me. Like you're 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 doing it. You're killing it. You're doing the work. Like yes, take the next step. The next step. I'm gonna make a feature film, dude. <laughs> and then it's just like that's you know like so like that was li- like I think that's led into why Burn Notice is the type of cartoon it's supposed to be in the way that it's not like it's almost kind of like a half of a movie, right? Mm-hmm. So, like, that was the idea. Like, maybe I could try to make a story. Maybe I could try to make a story. You know what I mean? Like, that was, that was the goal of this. And I, and I feel good about it. And, and, and the problem with it, and that's why I feel the need to make the second season, is because that is only half half of the story. There is a second half of it. So that's, that's why I feel, the, that's why I'm compelled, man, right, uh, to make this uh, these next six episodes, even though I'm, not pumped up at all. No, I am. I am. I am pumped up. But they need to. They need to be made. I'm like. Uh, I'm. I've and I've learned so much doing those. Those um. Those first. Like even after the first two. Like. I did the first episode, the first real episode, then the second episode. I'm like, man, the second episode is so great. First episode sucks, and then I did the third one, and it's like, man. So then I went back and started messing with the first. Like I was like Steven Spielberg, like messing with episodes, and uh, and I and I I, I stand behind them, but uh, I know the little faults that I've uh, you know 
ran into maybe and they, in my head hopefully that will only help you cut down the time for uh you know getting the second one done out yeah i'm hoping man i mean, that's that's <laughs> that's the plan honestly um but uh we'll see what happens i'm pumped up man. So you said that uh like 10 14 years ago you were doing music now is is filmmaking always been the goal for you or was it more like you just been a creator and this is the the newest outlet for you wow <sighs> Man, dude, you're gonna uh, like. Here's another 20 minute story. Like, if you, <laughs> you know what I mean. Like, I, I so just, um, I, I'm not gonna do the whole thing. But I started making like a podcast for myself. Uh huh. And it's called, um, it's it's called, hey, it's my manifesto. Just joking, it's my podcast. <laughs> That's a so good I, name. <laughs> so, because I, I, uh, we, me and my wife, we were watching the Unabomber stuff, right? uh-huh and um and this guy and i i, I can't say too much because people won't understand uh obviously he's insane uh, you have to preface everything with this guy's a lunatic that's everything he's insane so we're watching this guy and it's like manifesto man i should write a manifesto and my wife says you wrote one it's called burn notice (laughs) (laughs) and i'm like fair enough you know what that that makes sense but um with with what you said have you have the music and everything else um i (laughs) i was always into uh comedy from of like i like funny stuff right um, from a very young age, I'm going to wrap this up. This isn't going to be too long. Okay. Set your set your stopwatches, guys. Give me two minutes. I'm going to do mine. I'm going to do mine. Two minutes. Give me two minutes here. I, I, I don't want to make this too long. Okay. Here we go. We're, we're here synchronizing. We go. Synchronizing. Here we go. So very pumped up from a young age. I always, you know, there's funny people in my family, so on and so forth. Whatever. I got to be in about seventh grade. And I had these burnout friends. They would like smoke cigarettes in like seventh grade. That's insane to me. Like, I bet they have like, great voices now. Yeah, no kidding. <laughs> like, like it's insane. Like, and then I think they were even smoking weed. And apparently, everyone smokes weed when you're in seventh grade. I didn't get it, dude. I didn't start smoking weed till very, very long time later. But, um, so. Uh, I said, like, so these guys would hang out with me. So they were like burnouts, but they were also like cool burnouts. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like the James Franco freaks and geeks. Oh, burnouts yeah. Or something. There you go. Yeah. Yeah. So like um, and then this one day in tech ed, uh, Mike Austin. Yeah, I'm saying names. I'm naming <laughs> names. Uh, I said something like offhand, maybe about Pauly Shore. I don't even remember. And he I don't remember that. But this is what I do remember. He turns to me and says. You know, the only reason we even hang out with you is because you're funny. <laughs> and, <laughs> and like, how fucked up is you know what I mean? Like, that's, 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 that's yeah. I mean, it's a, it's like the one of those backhanded compliments. Yeah, like, yeah, you're funny, <laughs> but if it wasn't for that, you wouldn't be around. <laughs> exactly. So, like, honestly, I swear, up until that point, that's basically the only time anyone like i didn't even know i was funny i would say things people would laugh and it was just like i don't know people you know what i mean like no one's quantified that result for me before 
And then in that way, it really stuck with me. It really did, man. That kind of fucked me up for a while. So then the next year, my grandfather got me a guitar, like an electric guitar, like a shitty electric guitar with like the speaker in the in the body. Mm -hmm. Um, And I was like, dude, I'm not. I'm a badass. You know, (laughs) you know what I mean? Like, dude, I'm a rocker, man. Like I listen to Green Day. Like, (laughs) like (laughs) I know what's up. So that so for for a long time, it kind of propelled me in the musical direction up until once again, when I started hanging out with these musical guys. And it's like, I don't even care about me. Like I was, you know, I'm good enough at it. But it's like I like funny stuff like you know what i mean like i like that idea of it and that's what kind of turned me back to that experience i don't know like i hope that's uh enlightening for somebody that does no no i mean obviously i honestly i was gonna say i thought maybe that story was gonna go uh i was playing in this band and they turned to me and they said you know if it wasn't for the fact that you're funny you wouldn't be in the band (laughs) and i was like oh that's that's mean uh but no like creative people obviously need creative outlets i like it so Oh man, how great would that be? Um, I'm 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 taking that for my for my for my memoirs. No, I'm just joking. I, I, you know what? It's yours. You take it. No. <laughs> do you, are you a musician? You play music? I do not. I've never I've never been. I I I consider myself something of a singer. Like, but I've never like focused on it. So, like, that's that's about as far as my musical talents go. Fair enough. Fair enough. <laughs> so I can tell by the way you're karaoke. being modest about it. You can carry a tune, I bet. You can do some karaoke for sure. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's about <laughs> as far as I go nowadays. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so working on on season two and and part of your your creative process. Do you do you need to find a a, 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 a secluded area? Do you need complete silence when you're writing when you're when you're figuring it out or do you do you go to a coffee shop and you know sit there in the middle of the hustle and bustle like what what's your what's your environment when you need to when you need to sit down and create it's a little of both um i have a two-year-old daughter right so i usually bring her to a coffee shop and just have her go nuts and that actually gets me in the like when i see everyone else freaking out about it i'm just like okay now i can create (laughs) um you know like uh the the panic of everyone else having to deal with this nightmare of a human being is like (laughs) okay now i can understand life for a second uh no um in all honesty right um i uh i i don't know how you know i i would assume it's a little different for everyone um so I think about most of the stuff, uh, you know, as the days go on. And when I actually start writing it, for the most part, I know kind of what I'm going. The I, I at least know the idea where I'm going. And then once I commit to I'm sitting down and I'm typing, then I'm kind of like, OK, I like it when it feels uh when it this is so lame and i know how lame it sounds <laughs> when it feels good like when i don't have to think uh, when i don't have to think about it like it's like the words just come out of me into my fingers and it's like it it can really be like that i trust me i know that's uh very lame to say but uh you think about these ideas as days go on and then it's like okay i'm gonna do this and then you kind of get into it and then 
because I kind of, you know, created all these characters. It's like I kind of start talking in their voices in my head and I start live like living the scenes, so to speak. It's so silly to talk. It makes me laugh. Like it's but yeah, that's so it's not uh is that good? How <laughs> No, that's great. I love it. <laughs> good awesome i'm pumped up yeah man you're breaking dude you're like the howard stern of a zoom man like you're cracking me man (laughs) in in the bottom of all this um what what's your background what do you like let me ask you a question or go right ahead you know what i mean like it's so one-sided here (laughs) give me a little give me a little uh background on yourself just sum it up i'm gonna time you you got 30 seconds okay a little bit about me. My uh, five years ago, I started this podcast network with uh, with with my friends. I'll give you a minute. Oh, I'll give you a minute. All I right, appreciate just... that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we started off with like three shows. Uh, most of them have moved on with their lives. They've got other things, but we've I've seemed to have made this podcast network grow into quite the the little juggernaut that it is. I at least that's how I like to think about it, and. Uh, it, I, I still hold down a, a nine to five, you know, during the day and in, in the struggles, <laughs> the struggles, uh, between balancing the two things are, or quite a bit. Like I, I, you know, I, everybody goes through this, that, that wants to be creative. I understand. So, uh, that's, that's essentially where I'm at right now. That's my background right now. We're getting, getting married in October and oh yeah. 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 Congratulations, man. Are you yeah. joking? No, no, I'm serious. And awesome. It, it, it's 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 something that I never thought was good. At, at the age of 39. Don't do it. I'm joking. I'm joking. <laughs> I'm, joking. I'm, joking. I'm joking. I'm joking. Yeah, just at the age of 39, I didn't think it was actually ever really going to happen for me. But then I, I found someone that that genuinely loves me. So I, I'm I'm happy that this is going to happen. Nice, man. Nice. Outstanding. This is fantastic. This is this is great news. I'm pumped up. So where did where are you gonna have it? What are you gonna do? What's the plans? What color balloons? What kind of cake is it gonna be? A Dutch layer cake or a, you know <laughs> like a double chocolate ganache cupcakes? What are you gonna do? How many people am I invited? What's going on? I mean, do you want to show up? I'm gonna have a beer for you right there. You know, you you have a drink. <laughs> um, it's in Scottsdale. Uh, I live in Yuma, but we are having it in Scottsdale. Uh, it. And we, our colors are purple and copper. And look at you, and you got them too. Yeah. Right. Yes. Uh-huh. <laughs> and uh, we're not having any, like, we're not having a big cake because neither one of us really enjoys cake. So we're having a, a big, like, dessert bar uh, yeah. for people to, to pick what they want. Uh, and you can hear about all these things on our wedding podcast that we have. Oh no, kidding! I'm cutting Friday. into your. I'm cutting into your wedding podcast. No, no, no! You're you're completely good. It, it lets me cross promote other shows. Absolutely. <laughs> uh, you know, not too many people turn the questions on me, so that was a nice little experience. Thank you, Aaron. You have to, man. Like, <laughs> you got to do it. You got to do it. Um, no, but congratulations! Absolutely, man. Um, so what is it when you get your free time that you sit, you get to sit down, relax, you know, I understand you got a two year old, so there's not a lot of free time. Uh, but when you get to geek out about something, what is it you're doing? Are you reading a book? Are you playing a video game? Are you watching a movie? Yes. Here's, here's what I've been doing recently. I have a bunch of these, uh, habits of what you call geeks. 
Um, and they shift. They're they're always shifting. And they're coming in handy. Uh, years ago, I, I was a figure collector, but very specific. Only, you know, 10 back, uh, t- uh, Teenage, Min- <laughs> Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle, um, Ghostbusters, Ghostbusters, Turtles, uh, Back to the Future things. Um, and that's basically it. So I collected a bunch of that stuff. Why is that useful? Because now my new geek habit just recently is I am like about uh, MacBooks, dude. Like, I don't know if, if anyone's into MacBooks. It's so lame. <laughs> and uh, and I can't stop watching these videos. There's all these nerds talking about MacBooks and I can't get enough of it because I want to buy a MacBook. <laughs> like <laughs> I've been on Windows forever. I love Windows. There's no I have no problem with it. But, you know, I hey. can't buy a MacBook like Jesus Christ. Like, <laughs> give me, like. I mean, as I understand it, and I might not understand it well because I'm not really in the industry, but in the entertainment industry, the MacBook is pretty much the standard. Like, everybody uses it. It it so depends on who you talk to and whatever else. Um, Like, so I'm when I I went to school for I had like a technical degree in in music, by the way. Um, And at that time, once again, this was in like 2004. So no kidding. Right. I look great. Uh, So in 2004, (laughs) like, yes, MacBooks like is Mac Mac. Everything's Mac. Right. Um, and there was still your holdouts. Everyone's going to have their sides. And I obviously uh, kept with uh, uh, PC because it's just cheaper. <laughs> you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like it just is. And and it got to the point as years went on that not only is it cheaper, it can be better. You can customize. You can do everything you need. You can upgrade. Um, and that still is the case. And, and maybe will be. So I, I don't want to get into a whole thing about the M1 Mac. Because I've watched too many videos on these things, <laughs> but um, I I customize a, a PC and I use that for my video editing. I do that for work and I do uh, still some some audio recording and and things like that. But uh, but I'm thir- like I, I'm 36 years old and it's like I'm seeing these. I mean, like a MacBook. I don't know. I don't care who you are. You look at a MacBook and just something about it. I don't know, man. <laughs> like, it's just like, can I just try it? Like, can I just see what it's about? You know? So, um, so I bought a 2017 MacBook on Amazon and then I'm reading, I'm watching videos and it's like, oh, this laptop sucks because of the keyboard. So I returned that. I, now I bought a 2018 MacBook and it's like, oh, well, it's got this little membrane in between the keys. Uh, it still might suck. You got to get an M1. So now I'm just doing this loop of buying MacBooks used on Amazon and returning. The- it's such a waste of time. <laughs> uh, and, <laughs> and so, I mean, that's pretty like, ner- I don't know how much more nerdy you can get of just watching YouTube videos about MacBooks, buying them and returning them. Uh, so that's pretty good. <laughs> I mean, that that seems like a good one. It, I mean, as long as they're taking it back for the full price that you paid for it, it's not expensive. Dude, so, like, here's where we're at right now. I think that's happening. <laughs> so, I might, like, we, we could do an update in a couple of weeks if you want. Just a little segment, like, uh, 
and maybe I get effed over. But the one they're taking back, I got another one coming tomorrow. <laughs> and and I'm like, I don't even because it's a 2018. Then I joined these Facebook groups. I saw that's a, that's my Sebastian Maniscalco. Then I joined these Facebook groups. I don't know. It's a sh- <laughs> like, <laughs> I, I, so I'm on these Facebook groups of MacBooks and it's just like all these nerds. And it's like, I hate them, but it's also like, I do want to hear what they have to say. And it's like, who do you think you are? You're not a nerd. You're partic- I have this arrogance in myself where I think I'm not. You know, I'm Ferris Bueller in my mind. You know what I mean? <laughs> I'm not Cameron. <laughs> Cameron's a nerd. That that's not me. We all like to believe that we're Ferris Bueller of our right. lives. So it, no it's kidding. understandable. Uh, I'm glad that you started off the geek talk with uh, saying stuff like Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles and, and Ghostbusters because this whole time, what you know, talking to you on video. There is a proton pack hanging behind you. And <laughs> I just have to say that's that's freaking awesome, dude. You okay? Yeah, that's a, I guess another thing. I see that's what I'm talking about. This is what this is what I forget about. I have all these hobbies that to me these aren't these aren't geeky nerd things, man. You know what I mean? Like this is real life. I have a wall behind me that has uh yeah it's. One proton pack. Beside that is uh, my official Ghostbuster jacket. Besides that is a a Ghostbuster sweatshirt for my daughter. Besides that is a lightsaber. And then besides that is a camera bag. And below that is a custom proton pack that I've been building myself for the last three years, uh, which you may or may not be able to see. But that's not lame, though. Like, don't make me feel like like that's not, cool. I never said that no, was no, lame. That is awesome. I am I am all about that. <laughs> and then uh GameStop was having this awesome uh sale on the Spangler Neutrona ones and they they were like uh like 65 bucks or something and then I went in there of course I had to get one and I walk in there and I'm walking around like and I'm looking at these people and they're like a bunch of like I'm like look at these nerds <laughs> I walk into this place like, look at these nerds playing their video games. <laughs> what is this GTA three? I, you know, like I, I have distaste. I'm, I'm, I'm sickened to death by looking at these nerds in GameStop, and then I'm just kind of like waiting to find this new. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> like I'm like, where's the Ghostbusters stuff? Like, like, like it was. It's so ridiculous the way. <laughs> it's okay. You're a self hating geek. It's understandable. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly that's exactly what it was and then the best part is here's the best part when i saw it it was sitting by the cash register and i acted like as if like i just like it was like it was totally aloof like oh like the cat and the the worst part it was two girls working there right so i mean like i don't know about you but i was expecting to see like two dudes whatever and then it's like these two girls. I'm like, oh, this already throws off my whole thing. What do I, you know, not like, not like I'm trying to bang them, but you know, like, I, I don't know. It was just like, how, how did this happen? Like, this is supposed to be a sanctuary. So you, so I walk in and then they're working. So then it's like, so I walk, I see it. I, I spot eyes. I connect eyes with this wand, right? I walk up to the cash, uh, the cash register as if I was going to talk about something else. And then I say, oh, Hey, what's what's this about? And then they're like, "Oh yeah, that's for sale, duh." And I'm like, "Oh sweet, yeah, I guess I'll take, I guess I'll take it." Right? <laughs> As so if that wasn't they, the thing you came in there for. Yeah, exactly. 
So then they ring it up. And here's the best part. Like it was it's a hundred dollars like new. And uh, and I was going in my head out like I would have normally probably asked like this is on sale, right? But I didn't say I was just like, okay, you know what? It's on sale. It's not either way. You love the you love you like the product. You're going to buy it no matter what. Just buy it. So then she says, uh, because I knew about the sale because of the Facebook groups I'm on. Uh, So then she rings it up and she says, oh, actually, this is on sale for like 30 percent. It's only, you know, 65, 69, 99 or whatever. And I said, no, that's insane. No kidding. Oh, man, that's awesome. Okay, here's my like I didn't. Like I knew it, you know what I mean? Like <laughs> uh, trying to hide it. I, I get it. I get it. <laughs> I it's and yeah, I don't know, man. It's so uh, I don't know, but but honestly, great because Mattel has <laughs> Mattel has a different one, and it's like I don't even know seven hundred dollars, and I haven't I haven't used that one, but this one's great, dude. It has uh, multiple functions. Uh, and uh, my daughter wants to play with it, but it's like, dude, you're you're two. This isn't a kid's toy. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? You don't get to play with daddy's toys. Exactly. And I think that's it. Do you want to go into nerd farther? Should we do this? Let's do it. The, the new Ghostbusters movie, which everyone. Oh, my God. Afterlife it looks so great. And it does look great. Of course it does. It's a new movie and it costs how much money? I would expect it to look good. My problem and I'm and don't give me I'm going to watch it. I'm going to go see it. I'm going to buy it. I'm going to support it. Right. Like I like I, I like the movie before this. The one everyone shit talks. With I the like girls. that movie. I like I do. I thought it was funny, man. I don't understand the problem. It's and my nieces like Ghostbusters now because of that movie. So what's the problem? But my problem with the new one. And here's the only problem is because, as you know, a proton pack is not a toy. It's for adults. It's heavy. Yes. It weighs things. You can't just run around in a field as a 12-year-old girl. Or maybe you can. Maybe she's super strong. Maybe she's got powers I'm unaware of. You know? But the point is, it's just like, so what happened? Like, so remember who wasn't Arsenio Hall? And uh, is it the second Ghostbusters movie? Hey, get me one of those proton packs. Oh, man, it's not for it's not for kids. <laughs> it's, right? it's not a toy. That's right. It's not a toy. <laughs> but now it is like that's my problem. And it's not that she's a girl. It really isn't. It's that she's young. She's a and child a girl and, and a girl. I'm just joking. I'm joking. <laughs> Only, you got to You got to do that now. It's funny. But it's not that she's a girl. It's that she's young. It's that she's a child. She can just handle a, a, a compact nuclear accelerator on her back. Like what is right? Or I mean, that seems like know. irresponsible parenting if you're just letting your child walk around with a nuclear reactor on their back. No, it seems like irresponsible writing to me. I'm- <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and this whole idea of Bill Murray, don't get me. And you didn't even say anything. I could go on forever on this. Let's not. Let's not. You're right. You didn't say anything. Let's not. Let's keep. Let's move forward. <laughs> well, let me ask you this. Uh, what was the biggest uh, uh, obstacle or unexpected surprise that you had uh in in making the whole thing um oh boy um the obstacle the biggest obstacle was just trying to complete the thing and trying to make it um as good as i if you're somebody who makes something and and you like doing it 
you know, there's probably a chance that you're maybe never a hundred percent happy with it. Right. Like, mm-hmm. you know, um, so just trying to get to a point where it's like, okay, I get like, that's done now. Um, so that's the biggest obstacle. Uh, Trey Parker from South park. They did this documentary years ago or something, but he said something very cool. It was like, how many I'm paraphrasing. It was like, how many hours do you spend versus how much percentage does that make it better? Do you spend another 20 hours on something to make it 1% better? You know, like that's, that's kind of the obstacle. Like, where do you stop? Like, is it done? Like I could spend another week on this. Is it going to make it 2%? You know, like, yeah, so that's the, yeah, that's the biggest obstacle. Um, I get that. I get that a lot. All right. Um, if you could have one useless superpower and it could be, it has to be completely useless. What would your superpower be? I think my superpower would be just to ask why. And you could take that as like, uh, maybe he's curious. No, it's to be annoying and useless. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) I think you've been spending too much time with your two year old. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) Why? It doesn't matter. Just do it. Uh, just to just to mess up the whole flow of whatever's happening. I mean, that's pretty useless, right? Why? You, no, you're you're absolutely right. I, I mean, it, it's a and it's very achievable superpower. Like <laughs> this, we're not talking about endless tr- years of training or building an exosuit for you to go flying around in. This is literally just using your brain to be like, why, <laughs> and stopping someone in their tracks. I think it could be harder than what you. Sometimes things seem really. Uh, easy, but they're hard. Um, hard when you actually have to do them. Uh, and I have a story if you care. Yeah, let's hear. It. <laughs> this is. I'm in a class. I'm taking classes. I'm taking a class, right? And um, I have a teacher, and they say, uh, "Hey, we're gonna do this little experiment. We want." We're going to split you into groups. This group, you tell this person a story for three minutes and you evaluate how they listen to you. And of course, there's a rub, right? So then he takes the other people outside of the class, which was me, part of the group. And he says to us, hey, this is three minutes. The first minute you pay attention. The second minute you do not. You go on your phone. You don't make eye contact. You do whatever. Then the third minute, then you listen again. All right, break like a like a football huddle. All right, go. <laughs> so you go back to the class, right? Easy enough. It's not like here's the thing. I can be an asshole, but it's got to be on my terms. Do you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. like I can't just. And how obvious is it that every like okay one minute and he's counting off the minutes one minute so you're listening to this person tell the story. All right, two minutes. And then everyone goes on their phone. Like, that's not. That's not natural. That's, it's not. It's like a bad. It's not a good. It's not a good um, experiment. Like, <laughs> so, like, I couldn't do it. Like, I was just like, I don't. This is because I can see the person next to me doing the thing. And it's just like, this is going to seem ridiculous. What I'm getting at is sometimes easy things like saying why <laughs> might be a little harder. 
Then they appear. And that's Aaron's thoughts for today. No, I'm just, I like it. Really- it's the new segment. Aaron's thoughts. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, What's the one piece of advice that you would get give to someone that's also coming up trying to do this, or what's the one piece of best piece of advice that you've gotten in making uh, burn notice? I would I, I'll go with the first one because I've gotten this question from several people, and my number one piece of advice is to. Um, it, it usually it's a film festival type. Say, hey, I'm making a, a film or something. I'm gonna, I want to submit it to film festivals. Do you have any advice? My number one piece of advice is to obviously do the best you can do on it. Right. And then just leave it alone. Leave it alone for like at least a couple of weeks, maybe a month, and then come back to it with like fresh eyes and ears. And I'm sure everyone's heard that. But I'm telling you. It's hard to like just leave something alone for a little bit, but that's the best thing you can do because when you come back to it, you're probably going to see things a little differently, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, so that's my number one uh, piece of advice, just to give it a little time to breathe. And I think someone actually gave me that advice. I think it might have been a, a fellow named Keith Cooper. Uh, so I think that just answered two questions right there, man. We're cruising through these. There days, you go. I love it. <laughs> Oh, I mean that that I, I've kept you here for an hour now, so I want to go ahead and say thank you once again for coming on the show and and talking about Burn Notice, and I want everybody to go out and watch it if they can. Um, you want to give out any uh, social media or or where they can where else they can find out more about Burn Notice other than Prime Video? Yeah, um, go to okay, uh, like social medias in general. It's Burn Notice Show B E R N n-o-t-i-c-e show uh at burn notice show facebook instagram i think we have a twitter i don't really think we use it um and then last take media.com everything's going to be linked through there we're going to be releasing some episodes on there uh so like if you don't have prime you can watch them on there and uh and that's i, I believe it there you go i like that LastTakeMedia.com to get to all the social medias. Yes. Uh, if you'd like to g- get a hold of me, you can find me on Twitter. I am at Mitchipedia, G-E-M. G-E-M stands for Geek Elite Media. The rest of Geek Elite Media is at Geek Elite Media on Twitter, at Geek Elite Media on Instagram, and Facebook.com forward slash Geek Elite Media is our Facebook page. Check out archived episodes of this podcast and other podcasts on our website, GeekElitemedia.com. If you uh, listen to this on a podcatcher, please rate and review us. It helps spread the word of our network. But until next time, this is Hey Mitch on the Geekly Media Network saying always remember to geek, geek out. out. Oh, we didn't. Do, do you want to? Do you want to cut it again? No, that's it. perfect. Uh, okay. This concludes our broadcast. <laughs>